Good morning, folks. It's Friday, April 27th, and I'm Josh Boykin, the founder of Intelligame.us. You're listening to another edition of Intelligame Radio. I'm suspecting that many folks this morning are going to be approaching their days with a slightly bleary-eyed yet excited nature. Avengers Infinity War came out last night, and I know there are a bunch of folks who are riding the hype train for that particular title. I will admit, as I have confessed on Twitter already, though I'm somewhat excited about the movie, I'm probably not going to go see it this weekend, and the reason is fairly petty. I do not want to contribute to the possibility that this movie could outsell Black Panther in opening weekend. <laughs> it's okay, I put my cards on the table, we all know. I was listening to an episode of Waypoint Radio this morning, and it was a particular episode about hype. And so, we're going to talk a little bit today about the power of hype, we're going to talk a bit about, well, the, the ways that I personally have experienced hype. And then we're going to talk a little bit about a an issue with esports needing to grow up a little bit and the uh, the way that issue was put into my mind by the Gwent championships that are happening this weekend. So uh, get ready for another edition of Intelligame Radio. I hope you enjoy it. Before we get started today, I want to go ahead and give you the quick heads up that tonight we are going to be streaming on the Intelligame Twitch account. If you head over to twitch.tv slash letsintelligame at 7.30pm, we will be live. I'm excited to have a special guest with us tonight, Pishi Anna. Uh, she is one of the co-creators of the upcoming visual novel Arcade Spirits, will be on the stream. She's going to be showing off her uh, demo that she has released of the game which I've played through already and have had a blast with. And then we're also going to be diving into a game that just came out today called Monster Prom, which is a sort of multiplayer visual novel dating sim based on monsters going to high school and attending prom. I don't know a whole lot about it, um, Aside from seeing it at a couple show floors and seeing a lot of people get very excited, uh, and Peachyana being one of those folks in particular, uh, it's got a, if you've played the Yog before, which is sort of a multiplayer storytelling game, uh, Monster Problem apparently is very similar to that. So I'm excited to be able to take on both Arcade Spirits and Monster Prom tonight. And I hope that you'll be able to attend. Again, that's at 7.30 Pacific time tonight, 7.30 p.m. over at twitch.tv slash letsintelligame. See you soon. Yay! When the new God of War was announced, I wasn't particularly excited about it. And yet, you've heard me talk about it at least a couple of times here on Intelligame Radio. A big part of what got me motivated, as I've admitted already, was the hype that was surrounding the game and the reviews that were talking about how it took on a more in-depth story and a more complex look at Kratos' character. I think that there is something that we all inherently know about the power of the hype train. I don't know 
what Avengers Infinity Wars opening night numbers are like, but I know that there are tons of people who were super excited about being able to experience this movie and being able to experience it with other people who were also excited. Particularly in criticism communities, we have pretty serious discussions about the power of hype, particularly on how it affects our perception of a piece of media. Now, again, if you check out Waypoint Radio episode 151, they go into a pretty solid conversation about the different ways that the hype train can be involved in an overall perception of a game and how it succeeds or how it fails. But I think that when I think about hype personally, I start wondering about whether or not that communal energy is actually part of the game experience. I talked recently on an episode of Come Get Your Podcast about Battlefront 2. And I've been playing it over the past couple of weeks since I picked up a PS4 Pro. And I have to admit that I really like the game. It's gone through a number of patches and made some changes, but the gameplay, the core gameplay mechanics themselves are pretty solid. And there's a part of me that wishes that I had played it back when it originally released so that I would have a larger player base to play it with, so I would have more friends that I could talk about experiences with. A big part of gaming is hype. I think we like to believe that media exists in a space where it's completely isolated. A 7.5 is a 7.5 judged purely on the content inside the book or the movie or the game or whatever. But we also have to acknowledge that we're social creatures by nature. And the experiences that we have out in the world are very much informed by the other experiences taking place in the world at the same time and the people who are experiencing those things with us. I could go to a movie. In fact, I remember the first time that I saw Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. It's probably a bad example. But anyway, the first time I saw Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, I thought the movie was terrible. I was unimpressed. It's like I'd never watch this again. And then I watched it later with a different group of friends in a different situation and had a much better time and enjoyed it more. Does that mean that the movie got better or worse? No, it was, it was the same movie. It was me that was changing in the context that I was experiencing it. And I think that's very much hype. That's why game companies and PR companies and all these different people do so much work to try and get people excited about a product before it releases. Because the product alone is not what's being sold. It's not what people remember. It's the experience of that product and the way that it affects them. Does that mean that hype is everything? Of course not. There are things out there that people love that other people hate and things out there that tons of people hate that other people adore. And that's not to say that every situation is going to be majority influenced by the people around you. But there is a lot of research out there that shows the different ways that our responses to situations are colored by the people that we're experiencing them with, or the expectations that we think society will have on us, or of us, about a particular thing. I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. It's just sort of a fact of life. 
And so as we go through and we experience different games and movies and whatnot, I think we just have to acknowledge the hype culture. Not necessarily rule it out as a positive or a negative, but factor it into the way that we want to experience that media. Some people decide that they want to take on something as quote-unquote objectively as possible. And they'll ignore as much hype as possible, and they don't want any spoilers, they don't want to hear anybody even whisper the words of the things that they're excited about. For me, I'm increasingly learning that when I'm excited about something, I kind of want to delve in with other people. I want to know what that experience is, along with the excited energy of other folks. Black Panther certainly would not have been the same movie to me if I had seen it just by myself, sitting in, uh, next to my TV while it was on Netflix, as opposed to watching it opening night. So I, I guess overall, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm trying to suggest, right? Is instead of looking at hype as this inherent force for good or evil, understand that it's a factor of how we experience things as humans. And when you consider whether you're going to try and state an opinion of something, or maybe just experience it and have a good time, use the hype to your advantage, or make sure you leave it at home. There's no denying the quote-unquote rise of esports, the ways in which money and attention is flocking into competitive multiplayer gaming at a rate that we've never seen before. Particularly when we look at large-scale organizations like the upcoming NBA 2K League or the already established and popular Overwatch League, we can see that there are multiple millions of dollars being invested in the infrastructure of not just competitive gaming itself, but the narratives and the brands and the loyalty that goes along with the establishment of these franchises. Esports is becoming mainstream, if it's not already. And as something becomes exposed to an increasingly wider audience, that means that it's also exposed to a larger amount of scrutiny. And the hope is that as these situations evolve, that we see the people who are participating in them be positive representatives of their organizations. Now we've already seen multiple stories come out about Overwatch League members or other esports gamers being kicked off of teams or suffering penalties for being racist, sexist, uh, doing any number of bad-natured things either on or off of the main tournament floor. And we've had a lot of discussions about how we basically convey table manners. How do we teach some of these mainstream, these now mainstream competitors to act in a way that is befitting a mainstream space? But I also have to wonder, to what extent do we need to put some of this responsibility on the infrastructure and the people who are creating these systems in the first place? These thoughts came to mind as I was reading an announcement for the Gwent Challenger Tournament taking place this weekend. For folks unfamiliar, Gwent is a digital card game modeled after a minigame from The Witcher 3. Much like other 
digital card games like Hearthstone or Shadowverse. This is a game with an increasingly large player base, and this particular tournament series is part of the Gwent Masters series, which means it's run by CD Projekt Red and the sort of overall formal organization behind Gwent. This overall tournament series has a $100,000 cash pool, which means that the winners and the participants in this tournament are not only potentially afforded a significant sum of money, but are also afforded a certain amount of prestige. And the ways that this tournament are con is conducted are going to showcase at least some sort of concept of what's acceptable in that tournament community. Which is why when I was reading through the list of participants for the Gwent Challenger event, I became a little worried and a little turned off. When reading the list of the Gwent Challenger number three participants, one name sticks out to me in particular, and that is the one of the Australian representative I underscore A capital P capital O capital R capital O G I S E, which when said aloud seems to be making fun of the dialect of certain people saying, I apologize. It's not a joke that needs to be made at all. And in my opinion, it's particularly a joke that doesn't need to be made on an international platform, particularly one where some participants may speak with that particular dialect. It's insensitive, it's low-hanging fruit. It doesn't need to be a factor in this card game championship. The Witcher franchise has already had a number of questions asked about it, particularly in talking about its lack of minority, racial minority representation. So the idea of having discussions about the Witcher and race is ground that we've already trodden. But when I think about being an organizer for the Gwent Masters series, I realize this is a card game that doesn't need to have any of those questions or situations come up. And this would be a very simple situation to avoid simply by having that player change their handle. I'm not going to say that there's some sort of, of reason that this player should be banned because I, I don't know anything about the player's background or history or the actions that they've taken. But I do know that a name like this just doesn't need to be on an international tournament screen. It doesn't need to be said over and over by shoutcasters and other players. It doesn't need to be part of the Gwent infrastructure, and it doesn't need to be part of the way that esports is represented, not just to other Gwent players, but to gamers and viewers all over. These are the small steps that we can take to make sure that esports as an organization, as a community, is fostering inclusivity and positivity. And I hope that the folks over at the Gwent Masters would do something about this one. But only time will tell. folks that does it for another edition of IntelliGame Radio. I've been your host Josh Boykin and you can find me on Twitter or Facebook at twitter or facebook.com/wallstormer. 
for all the Intelligame content you could ask for, swing over to Intelligame.us, the main homepage, and follow us on social media at Twitter or Facebook.com slash Let's Intelligame. Please do not forget that tonight at 7.30 p.m. Pacific Time, we will be streaming the demo of Arcade Spirits alongside the release of Monster Prom, and we'll be featuring the co-creator and writer for Arcade Spirits, Peachy Anna, right here on stream. I'm so lucky and happy to have her on the stream, so I hope that you'll come and join. And also to make sure that you get that notification when we go live, if you jump on to twitch.tv slash Let's Intelligame and hit that follow button, uh, we'll make sure that you know when we go live. I think that pretty much does it for us this week. So uh, we will be coming back to you on Monday. In the meantime, if you want to participate in this very podcast, if you want to leave your comments, if you have questions, if you have topics you'd like us to talk about, download that Anchor app. You can download it on your iOS or Android device, and you can leave applause for the segments you like, and you can also leave your very own audio comments, which we love to receive. So uh, go over there and drop a favorite to Intelligame Radio so you get the updates just as soon as they happen. Have a fantastic weekend, folks. If you have any comments or thoughts on Avengers Infinity War, please hold them until Monday. No spoilers, fam. I'm serious. <laughs> All right. Have a great one. Talk to you soon.